Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, hosted by me, Catherine Pond. Before we jump into this week's episode, I want to quickly go over uh, the phasing of the moon and some ways to work with that energy, along with the astrology placement of the moon. So let's jump into that real quick. So for January 8th, 2022, the moon is currently in wax and crescent at 40%. Some ways to work with the energy of the moon is positive thinking, positive action, um, uh, increasing your wealth uh, and bringing money your way, also increasing your health, just to name a few, Um, just to name a few things that you can do with this phase of the moon. Uh, The astrology placement for January 8th, 2022 is Aries, which is the ram, and the ram is in charge of the head and face. Um, I also pulled a card for this week, which is the Eight of Cups. Um, and this is from uh, Tarot for Kids, the uh, Teresa Reed uh, deck. This is the only deck that I have right now. And um, I have owned other decks, but I just never really connected with them. So... Um, if you've had a tendency of like buying cards, buying tarot decks, and just no, not really connecting with them, I highly recommend uh, trying this deck. It's it's very good. So, um, like last week, I will post the description of the card and a picture of the card, uh, but I will also describe what I am looking at. So right now I am looking at um, uh, a card, and it's got eight cups on it, also some mountains and clouds and a moon in the sky. And it looks like that there is a young child, possibly a boy, um, standing on the mountains with his walking stick. And there is a river running through the mountains. And the eight of cups represents um, moving on from habits or... uh, habits or hobbies that you are no longer um, interested in. This could also represent the ending of a friendship. Um, It can also represent you moving homes or going on a dream vacation as well. Um, As I previously stated, I will post a photo of that over on my Instagram and TikTok. But let's jump straight into this week's episode. So in this week's episode... I will be discussing how to make your own book of shadows. Starting off with um, keeping track of your dreams, keeping a journal by your bed, um, you know, and if you wake up in the middle of the night from a weird dream, um, or even if it's not necessarily weird. I had a dream last night um, that on its face was kind of disturbing, but I knew exactly what it was. I had a dream that my most recent ex was trying to suffocate me and I um, somehow broke away, got away, ran out of his home and I had a van, which I don't drive. So um, I think that this had to do with my desire of having a converted van into a home. And I just drove like a mad person. And um, I remember in the dream, constantly looking in the mirror and 
trying to see if he was following me, but he wasn't. It was like I lost him somehow in the dream, which was good. And I fell asleep in the van and uh, I woke up in the park that's not too far from where I live. Um, And I took it as the part of me that um, is so damaged and, and in some ways holding on to the damage and wounds that were caused um, in my childhood, which I uh, went into further detail in last week's episode, if you didn't check that out, um, that would make more sense. This whole thing would probably make more sense if you go back and listen to that episode. Um, so... I don't know if this is going to make sense, but it's like those memories and those wounds, I clearly am not happy with them, but it's the discomfort that I am most familiar with. And when I um, met with my new therapist, who I, again, talked about in last week's episode, I hadn't met with her yet at that time, um, we immediately hit it off and uh, we've, we've come up with a great plan to start, you know, me healing. We're going to start EMDR uh, this Thursday. And I took the dream as that part of me that is holding on to all that trauma was trying to prevent me from healing. So if that meant literally like killing me in the dream to prevent me from the healing process, that's what that part of me was going to do. Um, But the part of me in the dream that broke away is the me now that is strong enough to be like, no, you have my past. You that was out of my control. I was a child. So you were able to, you know, have that control. And here I am an adult. And if I want to heal from this, I'm going to allow myself because not only is it making me a better person, but it will make all my relationships better. So I say all that to say that it's very beneficial to write down your dreams. Um, now, I will admit, I am not perfect at this. Um, I tend to just, um, I honestly can't even remember the last time I journaled my dreams. Um, But that does not mean that I don't want to get better at that. It's just, I'm being honest. I don't necessarily journal a whole lot. But I do tend to, if I don't know automatically what the dream or the download means, I do go to Google or other search engines and um, look up the meaning of things. Um... But uh, there have been times where I have written my dreams down. Um, um, your um, nat- um, natural chart information, so like your um, astrology, all of that, um, looking into that, because your chart can tell you um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, things about your house and your strong suits and, you know, 
areas in your in your chart that you need to work on that can uh, help you with your shadow work. Um, finding if you do work with crystals, I have mentioned in the past that I don't, but if you do, find the crystals that are calling out to you, and then also look up their meanings and um, start incorporating them into your practice. Um, and I'm going to say something, and this might be a little controversial, um, especially considering, like I just said, I don't work with crystals. But um, if you work with a crystal for a certain purpose, let's say, I'm not really familiar with like names of crystals, but let's say you have this crystal and you really love it, but you know it's mostly used for protection. But you feel drawn to using it in, you know, your self-love spells. Go ahead. Whatever you feel drawn to using, whether it's an herb, crystal, um, you know, whatever it is, use it the way you feel drawn to. It's 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 calling to you you know, for that purpose. Um, just because typically other people don't use it that way doesn't make your way wrong. Um, 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 pulling a tarot card, pulling a, a tarot card of the day or even of the week and then writing down the card and the um, the meaning of the card, you know, if it's up front or if it's upside down, um, what the description is. Um, magical correspondence is another thing. So, like, um, you know, if you find, you know, a baby bird um, eggshell you know you probably wouldn't find any right now we're in the dead of winter but like come springtime for example let's say you're out walking and you find um a baby bird shell or a snake skin or something you know um look up if you don't already know what the meaning is behind those things look them up and then if you feel drawn I like to think that if things like those just pop into your life and you're not seeking them out, that is a sign that you are drawn. You're supposed to work with them. Um, again, that's just my opinion. You do you. Um, astrology meanings. Um, I think I just mentioned that a minute ago. Um Write down a list of herbs and spices um, that you like, that you use, and what to you, what they are associated with. What do you use them for? And this way, when it comes to, uh, you know, writing out your spells, um, when you're doing a spell, you've already got all your herbs and spices and oils and what they mean to you. And also have a list of substitutes. So if you A, have run out or you just don't feel drawn to using one of them someday, you've got a backup and you know exactly what they do. Um, track your rituals. 
uh, this is something I really want to start doing because I know I'm not the only witch out there. There are certain times where I'm like gung-ho when I'm doing all these spells and, you know, you know, writing notes and stuff. Um, and then there are times I'll go, I'll go months without doing anything. So I want to start keeping track of all of that, um, and see, uh, you know, when am I most active? When I, when am I, you know, more kind of mild, if you will, um, keep a lunar calendar. Uh, of course, if you don't want to work with the phases of the moon, then that is completely fine. Um, you can also work with the phases of the sun, which are obviously much shorter than the phases of the moon. But that is a legit thing. I have an episode um, last season. It, it, I believe it is titled Phases of the Sun. Um, I also have an episode on working with the moon and its phases. Again, I believe it's called um, Phases of the Moon or Working with the Moon. Um, record your recipes. So, um, like, you know, recipes of meals that you make. Um, not all witches, you know, their meals that they make are spells, but... Um, if for some reason you do want to use, you know, a recipe for a spell, um, you've got it written down and then you can just put your intention into each ingredient, whatever they may be. Um, writing incantations, like chants and such, um, And um, I'd like to just, I briefly touched on this when I said that I, I admitted that I'm not the best at writing things down. My way of doing shadow work is, um, and this might be a little bit more like mirror work than shadow work, but I've always called it shadow work. When I am out... Um, and I don't even just have to be out in public. I don't have to be out places. I could be just at home. And um, I'll hear myself say something. And then I'll be like, um, well, let me give you an example. So the other day I was at Target. And this mother, I didn't see them, but I heard him because the mother was screaming. Her child was saying something. And she was like, it's okay. It's okay. You don't need to worry. It's okay. But the tone of her voice, the words were, it's okay. Just, you know, everything's cool. It's all right. But the tone of her voice seemed so strained and exhausted and just stressed. And um, it got me thinking, you know... Words are spells, but when you're saying one word, but the 
what's the word I'm looking for, but the inflection, if that's right, I think that's the right word. If the inflection that the words are giving are giving a whole different tone, then how does that affect us and the outcome? Because clearly her child was not calming down. Her, I could hear the child crying and getting all worked up. And like I said, her words were by all means, comforting. It's okay. Everything's all right. You can calm down. But the tone of her voice was anything but relaxing. So I was like, how many times have I done that? How many times have I been like, everything's okay. But deep down in my hearts of hearts, I was like, nothing's okay. And I was like freaking out. And how did that impact me? Um, so that's something to think about when you're, whether you're saying it to you or you're saying it to somebody else, make sure the inflection of the words match the actual words. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention is you don't need to have your book of shadows in some fancy notebook that you get from Barnes and Nobles or anything. You can literally just write them down in your notes pa- notepad on your phone. Or um, if you're like brand new to this and, um, you know, you have like little sticky pad notes, you could just do that and then... For the things that are that truly stand out to you that you consider important, then put into your phone. Or, of course, you can go out and buy yourself a nice journal. Um, but don't feel like you need to run out and buy the fanciest pens and notepads and all of that. It's not necessary. Um, the other thing is, I would recommend um spending time in nature now I know we're in the winter right now and (laughs) um we don't really want to be sitting out in the freezing cold unless you're like a lucky person and you're somewhere like Florida or California or something (laughs) where it's warm all year um but even just sitting on the windowsill and looking outside and observing nature and becoming one with nature that way um is a great way and um of um doing shadow work that way um i briefly mentioned herbs and stones um So um, that's all that I have for, uh, you know, creating your own uh, book of shadows. I briefly want to touch on um, how to make a book of mirrors. Um, And after I give these descriptions, you might uh, think that example that I gave the mother and son well, I'm not even sure if it was a son. He sound, It sounded like a little boy. Like I said, I didn't see them. I just heard their voices. But that mother and her child in Target, um, the experience that I had, it might 
come across more like uh, mirroring. Um, you know, sitting down and taking notes as you do um, insight work. Um, any wisdom, knowledge that you have that you consider to be very important, um, you know, jot that down. Again, it doesn't need to be a fancy um, notebook. It can be just your notes right in your phone or a random piece of paper that you just have on hand and you just jot, jot it down until you can get to a place where you can properly write it down if you so desire. Awareness. Introspection. Self-discovery. Experience. Inspiration. And growth. Um... I think that experience that I had in Target the other day was more insight than it was shadow work. Um, And it does not make it better or worse. It was just now that I have gone over the two differences of shadow work and mirror work, I think that experience is more mirror work. And um, I just wanted to share that with you. Because I've only been, you know, a practicing witch since spring of 2020. I am brand new to all of this. So I may say one word, but actually mean something else. And as soon as I catch that, I will correct myself. So I am here learning right along with all of you. Um I am sorry that this week's episode is short. I got food poisoning a couple days ago, and I am just starting to feel better, but I did want to make sure that I got this week's episode out. Um, I am sure at some point of the history of this podcast, I will come back and expound upon this topic, along with other topics. Um, That's part of growing. You know, you, you... you have a topic that you already know things about, but then you learn more. Um, but next week, I will be coming back with a brand new episode, and I will be discussing candle magic. So if that sounds interesting to you, stay tuned for that. In the meantime, I want to thank you all so much for sharing this time with me. And um, you can find me... Um, on Instagram and TikTok at Practical Magic Pod. And you can find me on YouTube at Catherine Pond. And then you can also find me on Twitter, which is brand new. I just made that page not too long ago. I don't think I have any followers on there yet. But TikTok is chickens underscore snakes. And um, of course, they will be linked down in the description of this week's episode. And I hope you all have a magical week.